Welcome in to the Landry Football Podcast as we're going to talk about week two in the NFL, the breakdowns. I'm going to go through each and every game, tell you what to look for, kind of matchups uh, to look for, games within the game, so to speak. So that is the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. As we get you ready, the college uh, previews have been up. Hopefully you had a chance to listen to that on Friday. We're going to have, obviously, the NFL breakdowns for you today so that you can have it today and all day tomorrow uh, to absorb that, uh, to help you with your wagers, which, by the way, take advantage of the no-strings-attached cash bonus that you have at MyBookie. Very simple. Go to MyBookie.ag and use the promo code LANDRY, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Uh, for a depo- When you deposit $50 or more, you can receive up $200 in cash instantly. So take advantage of that. Look, we're arming you with the best information. You've got uh, a chance to use it if you're into the wagering part. Folks, if you want to get details on, hey, what's next for the Jets at the quarterback situation, a view inside how Bill Belichick works, uh, maybe about five of those teams that have lost in week one that I think should be worried uh, going into this weekend. You want football soup to nuts. College football, NFL, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. It's where you want to be. Uh, take advantage of the football season sale. You can try it for a month. You can try it for six months. But our 12-month package is the best deal that we've got going. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Thursday night, um, we've got the breakdowns, and we had the breakdowns of the Vikings and the Eagles. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, and you can check out the not only the preview, but the breakdowns of that game um, on uh, LandryFootball.com. Uh, the Chargers at Tennessee. Um, if you look back, we um, Mike Vrabel um, just is all about the running game. They couldn't do anything in the passing game last week against the Saints. Ryan Tannehill's really struggled. Um, the Chargers defense looked cooked last week. They still like Justin Herbert. They ran the ball well against Miami. Um, I think that's the that's the key here to look at. Look out for Traylon Burks versus uh, Chargers corner J.C. Jackson. Um, I thought Jackson was one of the more disappointing performances in week one. He really struggled. So let's see. I don't know if the Titans could take advantage of it, advantage of it but Burks could certainly get open. A fantasy breakout could be DeAndre Hopkins in this game. He had a solid debut last week. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking under in this game. The Chargers won't be as bad on defense this week, and I don't think the Titans have enough offense. Green Bay and Atlanta. Jordan Love looked good a week ago against the Bears, but he has to play um, the Falcons this week. Um, looked like he was ready last week to kind of take the reins and move on forward. Meanwhile, the Falcons took care of business against the Panther team that looked lost um, passing the football. Bryce Young gifted Jesse Bates two interceptions in his first start. Um, We'll see. All eyes are on Atlanta's offense. Week one was a dumbed-down game plan. Um, This is going to be interesting to watch. I'm curious to look at how Romeo Dubs, Packers receiver, and A.J. Terrell match up in this one. Drake London could be a potential breakout uh, candidate for from a fantasy standpoint. 
and I'm thinking over 40 and a half in this game. Both teams can run the football, and we know they use the running backs in the passing game, but expect both of these offense to open up their passing game a little bit, take some shots downfield. Going to be, I think, both feel like they have a chance to have some success. In an AFC South matchup, the Colts against the Texans, um, rookie quarterbacks, rookie head coaches. Um, the Colts couldn't move the ball on the ground against the Jags. Um, Anthony Richardson performed at a higher level than I think most thought. Still a rookie, still going to make mistakes, still got problems with accuracy, but he looked confident in his first NFL start. Meanwhile, C.J. Stroud did a fine job against stiff competition uh, in the Ravens. The Texans defense also did a nice job against a mobile Lamar Jackson, but it will be fascinating to see if Richardson is able to get loose at all uh, in the rushing attack for Indianapolis. Um, watch out for this matchup. Colts right tackle Braden Smith against the Texans edge, rookie edge defender Will Anderson. Anderson had a strong debut last week, get five total pressures on 26 pass rush snaps. He's going to face one of the better right tackles in the league in Smith. So um, if the Colts want to have success, they've got to find a way to slow down Will Anderson in this one. Michael Pittman might be somebody you consider, um, you know, uh, in this matchup. But he had a strong performance in week one. But against the secondary of uh, the uh, the Jags, which is weak outside of Tyson Campbell. Much tougher task. Derek Stingley, Steven Nelson are some of the better corners. So just when you think, hey, look, Michael Pittman might be a good pick in this game, uh, reconsider that. Over 40 is what I'm thinking in, in this matchup. Seattle, suddenly desperate down 0-1 against Detroit, um, unbeaten. Uh, whatever happened to the Seahawks at halftime uh, needs to be investigated. The second-half performance against the Rams was one of the, one of the more unique meltdowns. They're at home. The Lions fan base has, um, uh, you know, uh, never felt this way before. Um, it's, um, they just beat the chiefs. Um, Dan Campbell had them ready to go in this game. Lions offensive line's pretty good. The quarterback has played pretty well. Watch Brian branch. who's played well for the Lions in the secondary against uh, Jackson Smith and Njigba in Seattle. Lions will use multiple slot defenders against Njigba, but expect this to be a, a heavy, um, rookie-on-rookie matchup in this one. Uh, DK Metcalf is a guy to look out for in this game. I think that the health of the Seahawks' tackles concern me. Obviously, they made a uh, Jason Peters signing this week out of necessity. Maybe DK Metcalf can have, a, have a, an impact in this game. Watch out for that. I think over 47 is where I'm leaning in this one. Chicago, Tampa, two teams that I don't think are very good. Um, you know, Justin Fields hasn't progressed as a passer to this point. We'll get another chance this week. Uh, the defense was awful last week. The Bucks really beat a hapless, mistake-prone Vikings team. They're not very good. I think the roster of the Bucks is not awful, but I really got concerns about Baker Mayfield's consistency. Let's see how this plays out. Uh, I'm curious to see how Chicago's right tackle, Donnell Wright, does against Joe Tryon. Uh, in this matchup and maybe look at Chris Godwin as a potential uh, fantasy 
matchup in this game. Uh, I do think the Bears playing an awful game in week one. Uh, I just don't like this Bucks team. This is a game, in my opinion, you got to win if you're Chicago. You really do. I mean, this is a this is not a very good team you're playing. Um, you've got to take care of business here uh, in this matchup. The Raiders in Buffalo. Jimmy Garoppolo in his first contents with the Raiders. Um, he was efficient, a lot like he was in San Francisco. They uh, won the game against the Broncos due to special teams, but they faced a must, much tougher test this week because they had to Buffalo. The Raiders secondary is going to be tested a lot more than they were a week ago. They're facing a Bills team that looks sloppy against a, a Jets team without Aaron Rodgers. Um, can Josh Allen turn off the the bad mojo that gets him forcing passes into downfield windows that are really not existent? Can uh, he he stop to try to play hero? Stop trying to play hero ball. Got to find some balance, or else this Bills team's going to underachieve again. I'm curious to see how. Tredavious White matches up against Devontae Adams in this matchup. Adams had a better day in week one. He's going to have another tough test. Um, I think both of these guys are going to be challenged in this game. I do think Dalton Kincaid is a guy to keep an eye out from a fantasy standpoint. Uh, I think he's going to have a big impact, not just in this game, but in the Bills offense this season. Um under 47 is where I'm thinking in this matchup. Kansas City's playing Jacksonville. It's a game that Jacksonville certainly matches up pretty well. They've had an offense that's um, that did a um, a really good job against a decent Indianapolis defense a week ago. The defense looked solid against the Colts. Um, I can't see Kansas City losing two games in a row, but can they? Jacksonville's capable of beating. Um, if the Chiefs don't play a lot better, the drops don't go away. Uh, Chris Jones being back, all of those things matter a lot. Kelsey against Devin Lloyd would be a great, fascinating matchup. Could be the difference and maybe get the Chiefs back on the right track. I don't know. Think about Christian Kirk in this game. He had a quiet week one, catch just one pass. But he'll have a knee-jerk matchup this week. Um, I think that uh, it's, a, it's a real good chance. I do think the Chiefs minus three. I think we'll figure things out this week. Baltimore is at Cincinnati talking about another team that's in a very difficult, and I don't know if I call it must win, but you don't want to be 0-2. Cincinnati, um, they have got to fix their protections. They've got to give Joe Burrow a chance to have success. The Ravens have a really good roster. Lamar Jackson is dynamic as ever. Jay, uh, Jay, Zay Flowers looks really good early on. They could use Mark Andrews back, but they're in pretty good shape. Meanwhile, the Bengals, uh, they began the year 0-2 a season ago and looked pretty pretty poor doing it, and they figured it out. So I'm not saying it's a must win, but you keep putting yourself behind the eight ball, and it's going to be a problem. Um, Jonah Williams versus Jadavian Clowney is going to be an interesting matchup. I thought the entire offensive line of the Bengals struggled in week one, especially Jonah Williams. Um, he'll be tested again uh, with uh, Adafi Awea and Jadavian Clowney. Uh, he's got size and athleticism off the edge. T. Higgins um, did not catch a pass uh, on eight targets in week one. Um, strong matchup for him. Ravens don't have any viable outside corners on the roster right now. Jamar Chase will draw a double team. 
you know, roll coverage his way. Look for T. Higgins to have a really good match, a good uh, um, production level in this game. Think the Ravens plus three, um, but this is a maybe not desperate, but a certainly a uh, enhanced um, uh, 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 focus by this Bengal team to get back on track. Speaking of getting back on track, the Giants were awful last week, going against a bad Cardinal team. They were competitive against Washington last week with the Cardinals. The Giants were just embarrassed by Dallas. Pass protection struggled big time, and it might struggle this week against this Cardinal front. Um, watch out for Kayvon Thibodeau and Paris Johnson in that matchup. Thibodeau played 42 snaps week one, but was unable to record a pressure. Um, you know, here, here's the thing about it is, this Giants cannot go 0-2, in my opinion, from a confidence level after getting blown out by Dallas and losing to the Cardinals. That'd be really tough. Look for James Conner, who received 19 touches in week one. You get a lot of play in this game. Keep that in mind. Like the Giants to bounce back, bounce back in this one. The Niners and the Rams. I just counted out the Rams at the beginning of the year. Week one, they, uh, they certainly made me look foolish. They were outstanding against the Seahawks. Uh, Stafford may be back and Maybe a contender in the NFC. I'm not ready to go yet. 49ers are at a different level. I don't believe in this Rams consistency. So we'll see how this plays out. I think they're very thin. Brandon Ayuk is really good. Debo Samuel, George Kidder, Christian McCaffrey. Get lots of weapons. The defense dominated a Steeler offense that had a lot of hype coming in. Watch Spencer Buford, the right guard of the Niners against Aaron Donald. See how this plays out. The right side of the offensive line struggled for the Niners. In week one, it's the only one of the few weak spots. Buford was lowest graded guard coming out of week one. That's going to be a tough matchup. If the Rams are going to have success, look for that as a strong possibility. Debo Samuel is also someone we need to look at as potential fantasy breakout. Brandon Ayuk had a massive game in week one, catching two touchdowns against the Steelers. But this feels like, um, you know, this could be a, a, a different week. Talent differ, differential in this game is huge. Um, 49ers should be able to score 30-plus points in this game. Um, but I don't expect the Rams to repeat what they did last week. So let's see if they can do it. I'm a little bit of a believer if they can get it done this week. I'm not quite sure I'm seeing it. Got the Jets and the Cowboys. Um, it was a game that was circled. It's a lot different now. Um the Cowboys defense should have a field day against Zach Wilson. I don't know that this is a good matchup for the Jets. Um, I do think he's going to get a game plan for him, though, and that's going to be the challenge uh, going forward. But this is a tough matchup against a Dallas defense that can get after you. I thought Dallas's offensive line played well against a talented Giants front, uh, but this was such a – to me, this was such a – jump on them early type game that you really didn't get to see a whole lot. I'm curious to see what Dallas does in this game. They have an elite interior rusher, multiple edge weapons. Um, the matchup between the Cowboys receivers and the Jets defensive backs are going to be a fun one to watch. What can, what can Brees Hall in this running game of the, the Jets do against this Cowboys run defense? Uh, the Cowboys have might have one of the, the NFL's best defenses, but you can run the football on them. I thought the Hall looked good week one. Run the football. Can they contain the Cowboys offense enough on defense 
to stay committed to the run game. That's going to be the formula for the Jets going forward. Um, I don't know that I would jump all over a guy like Garrett Wilson this game because of that fact. So keep that in mind. I'm thinking under the 40 and a half is I think the uh, Jets need to kind of compress this game a little bit. Washington versus Denver. The commander's offense, um, the flaws rest in their inexperienced quarterback, an offensive line that's not very good. The Broncos couldn't do anything last week. Uh, very disappointing in their performance against the Raiders' offensive line. Russell Wilson couldn't perform well within the structure of their offense. It couldn't be a problem this week. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez West, Chase Young won't be letting him get outside the pocket and make too many plays. Um, I, I, I don't know that I like either one of these offenses. If, unless these defenses collapse, I just don't see a whole bunch of points in this game. Uh, let's watch Jahan Dotson against Damari Mathis, the commander's receiver against the Broncos corner, respectively. It's an intriguing matchup I'm looking uh, for in this game. Not crazy about the fantasy pick. So if you're thinking Terry McLaurin in this game, kind of fade that down a little bit because I just don't know that we're going to see a lot of offensive success here. Broncos still have a lot of talent on defense. Should be able to hold Sam Howell uh, to under 20 points in this game. I'm curious to see if they can. Miami and New England, an intriguing matchup. Um, the Dolphins were very explosive on offense, but the run defense was horrific. And Bill Belichick's going to allow not allow things over the middle against this Miami passing attack. So I think it's going to be a come-back-to-earth type game for Miami's offense. Um, it, it, can this offense be unstoppable even against Belichick's defense? I don't think so, but we shall see. Um, the Chargers defense – Chargers defense not very well coached. Uh, New England is. Um, we'll see what the Patriots defense can do against Hill and Waddle and company. Mac Jones uh, threw the ball a ton in week one against the Eagles. Um, with how poor the Dolphins run defense looked, I see the Patriots really attacking in the run game, sustaining drives and trying to keep the ball away from the Dolphins offense. That's the key for the Patriots to pull the upset in this one. Look for Tyreek Hill and Jack Jones matchup. Can anyone stop Hill? It's not going to be just one-on-one, but how he's able to stay on top of routes is going to be key. Virtually impossible to do so, but what can he do to slow him down? Um, I'm not sure. I'm thinking this might not be as explosive offensively as people might think. I think this may be a little closer. A uh, couple of Monday night matchups. We've got the uh, Saints and the Panthers. The Panthers passing attack was non-existent a week ago against the Falcons. It doesn't bode well against the Saints defense. It's got a lot of talent on it. Derek Carr and the Saints didn't light it up last week, but Carr was more aggressive than he was in, in Las Vegas. Losing J.C. Horn is a tough blow for the Panthers secondary, and it's got to deal with Chris Olave, who they're moving around the formation a lot, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shahid. Um, look for Olave matched up against Jeremy Chin. That's what the Saints are going to try to do. The Panthers love to use Chen as their nickel cornerback, but they might not be able to get away with it here. Alavi has been playing more snaps in the slot, and I think he's been a matchup nightmare. If if the Chen can't handle Alavi in the slot, expect either Dante Jackson or C.J. Henderson to slide inside to cover him. Um, look for Michael Thomas to step up and have a good game. He's going to face um, a secondary that, again, is going to be without J.C. Horn due to an injury. Chris Olave is going to get his, but look for Michael Thomas to have a breakout game.
Both defenses um, are the strength of the team. Early season divisional games tend to be low scoring. Take the under here, but I do like the Saints. Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Steelers seem to find a way to keep things between the lines and finish with a winning record. They've been overachievers the past few years. Um, it's tough to take a lot from the Browns' victory against the Bengals because of the, the conditions. I think Jim Schwartz did a good job. I thought they were very aggressive against this protection unit of the Bengals last week. Still a question remains about Deshaun Watson. I didn't think he was very good at all in week one. Uh, the weather was bad. Let's see. The, the Steelers' defensive front, uh, can they make waves against a, a, a strong Cleveland offensive line? Uh, I think Watson's got to start to step it up. The fact that they beat Cincinnati doesn't – I mean, it's it's impressive in a sense, but I don't look at that as a sign of things to come until I can see Deshaun Watson play better. Uh, Dewan Jones against T.J. Watt. It's an interesting matchup to watch, a game within the game. Um, watch uh, all-pro Jack Conklin um, uh, being out for the season due to a knee injury. Dewan Jones is going to have to step in. Blocking T.J. Watt's no easy task. Um, a lot of questions about Amari Cooper and whether to play him here. He struggled on the road, and I just don't like him here in this matchup from a family standpoint, from a from a fantasy standpoint. Um, Mike Tomlin is one of the NFL best at home. He's one of the best in prime time. He doesn't lose to the Browns very often. Um, and he's very successful as a home underdog. So I, I do think that the Steelers are going to rebound, and I not overly impressed with what I saw with the Browns, even in their win last week. So I'm leaning Steelers in this matchup. Folks, that's a look at it. Uh, you can get more details on all of these games over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. Uh, take advantage of our uh, football season offer, which is the best deal that we've got going. Um, you can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our 12-month package is the best deal that we have. Um, It'll take you all the way through the season. It'll take you all the way through the offseason. Uh, One-stop shopping football from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. Uh, take <clears throat> advantage of the football season offer at LandryFootball.com. Also a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. That way you don't miss any of our shows, pro, college, what have you. Uh, make sure that uh, you check us out. Folks, enjoy the games uh, on um, on Sunday, and uh, we'll certainly be back uh, to wrap it up for you and break it down for you uh, all early next week over at LandryFootball.com and right here uh, on the Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network. It's always great to be with you. Again, enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. <laughs>